America's Sports. You're tuned in to the 14th Annual Player Networking Event, live from Super Bowl 48 in New York on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. We're broadcasting to you live from Mist in Harlem, New York City. Players Networking Event, 14th Annual Troop 21 Associates. Give us a call at 1-888-346-9144 and follow the hashtag Twitter, PE14 as hashtag Twitter PE14. Me and my co-host, my man Greg Nice. We're just blessed by the Super Bowl Gospel Choir, man. That thing gave me chills. That was brother. outstanding. That was outstanding. I got all mellow. We had to start whispering and get our golf voices on. But man, what a blessing. <laughs> you need to work on that golf voice. I do need to work on it. I did say hit and putt in the you same You said center. you're going to hit a putt. And <laughs> I you, did that. He missed a wide left. I did that. Wide. Just a bit outside. <laughs> you went Scott Norwood on me. <laughs> Just a bit outside. Yeah. Go Bob Uecker with, with, with golf even. <laughs> Give us a call, 1-888-346-9144. Have the pleasure of joining us today, Mr. Troy Barnett. Under Armour taking over the game right now. <laughs> we must protect this house. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, thanks for joining us today, man. Appreciate it. Uh, uh, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. So how's New York City treating you this week? Uh, New York City. I, I've always liked New York. I've spent some time here with uh, with my job a few times. and. Uh, they will spend some extended time here, and and, uh, and so I've always liked New York. Great place to hang out, especially up in uh, uh, coming down to Harlem, and, and Sylvia's is not too far from here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. So, how are you enjoying the players' networking event? Do you have you seen an event like this where it's geared toward players to make that transition? Have you been impressed? so far been very impressed with the growth that uh i was with the guy when he first started these events when he first broke away from the nfl mm-hmm. and he really wanted had a passion for uh, helping players transition and he was key in helping me making my transition uh with the internship that the nfl was uh piling a program with reebok at the time and it really was the uh the saving grace for me for after when my playing days are over because it allowed me to make that transition a lot faster and a lot smoother than a lot of players that's right so, that's really the you know, me and Ray Mickens were on a little earlier. Me, Greg, and Ray, we spoke about the mental aspect of, of, of the transition. That physically, you know, you're enjoying but the mental actually takes a little longer to get over, especially if you're not prepared for it. And as a, as a player, when you were playing, and it's different now because there's really no offseason for the guys now. What was it like? What did you think you would be doing after football? Did you even give it any thought when you were in, 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 in the trenches, I would say? Well, for me, I, I, I've always had a plan A, B, and C. Mm. Uh, so even before I went into the league, I was uh, planning to go into the Secret Service mm. uh, before draft day. So oh, I had man. Uh, Jack Ryan I, here. I had already filled out my <laughs> resume and uh, had already gone up to Charlotte and talked with some of the agents that were in the Charlotte area. And I uh, got a call from New England asking me to come in as a, a free agent and said, well, I can postpone on that. The Secret Service will always be there. But knowing that Bill Parcells was in New England at the time, and right. he was a Hall of Famer and someone I grew up watching, and just to be in that atmosphere and in that setting, you couldn't pass that up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I mean, your transition has been great. I mean, you're with a phenomenal company now. You guys are really taking over the game. You're all over the place. I mean, what's it like to be a part of something that great? It, it, it's hard to describe. Um, under Armour is a growth company, mm-hmm. and when you ever when you ever come on our campus, you feel the energy, the excitement of it's almost like you're walking into a locker room because you know that something great is going to happen, and you're going to have the ability to help make it happen. Right. And so that's what right. I love about it. I've, I've always wanted to have a career, not just a job. Right. So exactly. Working at Under exactly. Armour has definitely been a career for me. I was employee nine ninety two. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, we're now over uh, eight eighty six hundred employees. Wow, uh, <laughs> So I've seen a lot over the last uh, seven years that I've been there and, and been a been been a part of a lot. And I can look back and say some of the things that we're doing as a company, I was able to implement, and right. they're still in process and in, in place now. And so it's it's good to know when you can look back, just like over your career, and say, hey, I was help, I was able to help build this team, and we were able to do this and this. But now. I can also look back over, over my corporate career and say, man, we've done some great things. Right, man. And as former players, we're always coachable. We're always looking for the next opportunity, the next challenge. And I've been privileged to work with the NCAA the last couple of years mm-hmm. on social media et- etiquette for players. Now that you have to be in New Orleans. And one thing that I speak to a lot of companies, and every time we have a player networking event or I'm in Atlanta working with companies, they love athletes' transferable skills. The mm-hmm. things that athletes bring as athletes and then transferring that into the business world. How, as an athlete, did you not get lost to just stay on top of it, making that transition? Because we have so many transferable skills mm-hmm. that go from the football field, no matter, no matter what athlete that you might be, football, baseball, basketball. How does that function in the corporate world? Just give them an insight because I'm not there. I'm on radio. Me and Greg hang out, and we get on the radio. We crack jokes, but you're in those locker rooms. You're in those boardrooms, which are really meeting rooms, mm-hmm. just like we were in the locker room. Give us That's a little right. di- dynamic of how that feels to be there. It's, it's very similar. Uh, <laughs> some things you can't teach, passion is one of them mm-hmm. uh, passion for the game passion for what you do passion for uh, doing a, being a part of something bigger than yourself uh, and so being able to transfer that, that those skills as an athlete of being accountable being on time willing to go the extra mile pushing yourself past the point of, of which your body can really stand and being right. able to go above and beyond those are the kind of skills that corporate America is looking for they're mm-hmm. looking for people who can come in and help their company grow and also even just change set the mindset for the company right uh, there are times where people ask me do I ever sleep because <laughs> you you send me an email sometimes at 11 or 12 o'clock at night I respond immediately right uh, it's because I don't allow I don't like to have things left open mm-hmm. I want to make sure things are done done right and you know I want to make sure my I'm accountable and my teams are accountable and right. so you know it's that type of mentality that especially in a growth company like Under Armour, that they need people to not just work that nine to five. You can't work a nine to five in a growth company because there's always something happening. <laughs> always. There's always something uh, going on. And the systems that we manage are, are global. And mm-hmm. so just because I'm asleep on the East Coast, I still got people <laughs> right. uh, overseas who may be having issues. And so my team has to be able to respond to that. Yeah, so, definitely. If you're just joining us wrong with Troy Barnett, Under Armour, one 346 9144 I'll tell you, Greg, if we didn't hire Jerry Caldwell, I mean, Jim Caldwell, I'll be calling this guy to come take care of my Lions, man. I think, I think this guy to get my Lions on track, man. I, I think this would be the guy to do it. He sounds like he's got, you know, he talks about bringing the passion. He's bringing the passion. He can bring it to the boardroom. He can bring it to the coaching staff. Why you not? can. And if you ever heard Kevin uh, Kevin Plank, our CEO and founder of the company, talk, he is is he is just like a fiery football coach. Wow. You know, he's never satisfied. He's always pushing for the next great thing. He doesn't rest on his laurels he doesn't say well we did good this time we're okay he's looking for the next great thing and so you'll follow a person like that through anything and so because he has that same kind of passion that same kind of drive it makes you want to have it too right it's kind of like being in a locker room when you have that coach Mm -hmm. that's in you is he's with you and you know that he's got your back you're willing to do anything for him wow so kevin's like he's that kind of leader he's that kind of leader so what's next for under armor what big things you have lined up for oh my goodness for us it's just the expansion globally it's Mm -hmm. uh, really getting into latin america into brazil into uh um deeper parts within europe and, and really getting our brand out there so that we don't just have a 
a, uh, a, a North America feel to us, but that people recognize us outside of the outside of the U.S. So some of those strategic partners that we've made with some of our soccer teams, uh, and, uh, like the Hotspurs uh, mm-hmm. over the, in, uh, in in Europe, uh, is helping us do that. So it's just for us going to be expanding outside of the U.S. Matt, congratulations. So we have a running theme. So we're going to see if we can go three for three. We're Let's not going to tell you. So we're going to ask you this question. Best locker room story. <laughs> uh, the best locker room story was for me was that they like to haze the um, they like to haze the rookies, and so one of the rookies was uh, uh, was told to if you want to get in good, you should go up to uh, Army. He was our offensive tackle for New England, <laughs> awesome player. Uh, go up to him and tell him that you know uh, I saw I heard about your your sister. And that she has, uh, she's a really good track athlete. That's really good. Um, and, and so he, the, the rookie did this. And Army said, why would you say something like that? My sister doesn't have any legs. Oh. Oh. And so the rookie was had this look on his face like he was scared oh. to death. And Army actually chased him out of the locker room. Oh. <laughs> it was all a joke. Oh, but it was like the man. funniest oh, thing. Oh, my ever. goodness. You all got that man destroyed. <laughs> I almost got him destroyed. Oh, you seen goodness, Army's man. hands? I mean... He was known for that inside push. So if he got his hands on you, it was all over. It was a it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. That is awesome. Troy, thank <laughs> you so much. Congratulations, man. You are a shining example of life after the game and making that transition. We really appreciate you coming on the show today. And good luck. Keep Under Armour rising, man. It seems yes. like you're the, you're the brains behind the operation. <laughs> we have a good team. We have a great company. And we have a great leader. So it's, it's easy to work for a company like that. Awesome. Awesome. Troy, hey, we'll be back. Players Networking Event. Me and my man, Greg Nice. Harlem. New York City. Stay tuned. Ma, grab a picture real quick. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings of the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for voice america Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday 
at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join the Voice America Sports Channel on Saturday, February 1st for the 14th annual Player Networking Event at Super Bowl 48. Your hosts will be Ray Ellis, Lamar Campbell, Greg Knights, and Lemont Williams. We'll be there live from New York for all of the action, and you can hear it live on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready. This will be an unprecedented event on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Join us live this Saturday, February 1st, starting at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. You're tuned in to the 14th Annual Player Networking Event, live from Super Bowl 48 in New York on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back live, true 14th Annual Players Networking Event, coming to you live from Miss in Harlem, New York City, home of Super Bowl Oh, man, the Broncos, Seahawks, great week in New York City. If any city can pull it off, Greg, it's New York City. It's not snowing. It's probably 45 degrees outside. It's going to be a gorgeous day for a football game tomorrow. I, I don't see a problem here. And, and, and Troy just mentioned our last guest that Sylvia's is around the corner. You ever had Sylvia's? I have not had Soul Sylvia's. food? We're going to send somebody over to get us some soul food oh, while we're here, man. Me. Let's go. Let's do it, man. Hey, I don't see lunch. If they're flying, I'm buying, man. Let's, Let's get go. it going, man. <laughs> Make sure you give us a call at 1-888-346-9144. Follow us on Twitter, hashtag PNE14, hashtag PNE14. You know, as a former player, it's always good to have some money guys around. I heard that. I understand numbers a little better than we do. Now, math was never really my best subject. I could debate. I could BS a, any paper I could get in front of anybody <laughs> and argue. And word problems look like, okay, if five eggs had 10 and went 10 miles, you would have purple because <laughs> monkeys don't like that. That's how math problems uh, looked to me in school, man. I, I think you could say you knew how to count your stats. I did. I yeah. did. I could count that sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> but we have the pleasure of having a great money guy with us. We have Jordan Kimmel with Magnet Investing, and he manages money at KCD Financial Inc. So it's a pleasure to be here at the Player Network event. Thank you for joining us on the live broadcast. Hey, first of all, thanks for having me, and welcome to my hometown. I grew up <laughs> just about a mile from here. Oh, wow. So you guys are in my hood, oh. and uh, <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome to my neighborhood. Oh, so this is the man to talk to for Sylvia's right here, G-Nice. Oh, This is the guy to talk hey, to, Hey, you're man. right around the corner, guys, so... <laughs> We've got plenty of friends I'm, here. Yeah, we got some runners going un- over there. Unbuckle that belt and have some fun. Yeah, definitely. So listen, thank you for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Tell us a little bit about Magnet Investing, what you guys are doing right okay, now. Okay, first of all, let, let me actually share that you might know this too. I'm already a host on Voice America. I run a show on Voice America Business Channel for maybe seven, eight years already. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Yeah, and uh, I've been in the money management business 25 years already, mm. so I'm dating myself a little bit. But a secret here is you don't have to be great at math. You have to be just a little bit of common sense. Not maybe swing too hard, but I've written a couple books, Magnet Investing, way back when, early in my career, maybe 1998. 
John Wiley published my last book in 09 called The Magnet Method of Investing. And I manage individual accounts. I've run funds. I've sub-advised some of the largest billion-dollar groups. And it's all about a theory that says that most of the world is average, and this includes players too, but then there's a tip of the bell curve. Only a few people make it to the NFL, and only a few exceptional companies are on the right side of the bell curve. And then there's the other kind on the left side of the bell curve. And all my math background has been about identifying the greatest companies and then professional portfolio management. Oh, that is awesome. So, no, congratulations. Listen. We talked about it. Can I take you golfing? We talked about my golf game a little earlier. Hey, this is your really, guy would love to spend 18 holes with. Hey, so let me, <laughs> let me tell you something really important. And this is this is clear for all athletes of, of all sports. I told this story just the other day on my radio show. So I only golfed a couple of times because, again, I grew up in Manhattan, and we didn't have right. too many courses <laughs> on, on the Upper West Side here. And, and one day my father took me and my brother golfing, and the whole trip there, he kept saying, don't swing too hard. Just It's a game of opposites. Just don't swing too hard. Don't grip too hard. Well, we got up to the first tee, and my father swung so hard, <laughs> he, he, he actually strained his back. Okay? And the reason I tell this story is this is what happens with investing. Right. People just try too hard. Mm. And I am a believer in taking a certain amount of risk and not leaving all your money in the money market at 0% these days. Right. But if you take too much risk, and you lose your base, especially for athletes with a shorter career, mm-hmm. man, it's just too hard to make up a lost base. So it's a matter of, of getting it, uh, of, of taking the appropriate amount of risk, and, and not gripping it too hard and straining your back on the first hole. I know. That's crazy. And, I mean, you're established 25 years, and a lot of times, Greg, and one thing I noticed that when you hear about, when you say athlete and you say finances, people always... Look to the negative. Yep. I want to ask you as someone that's been around and as established as you are, tell us a successful story about some guy that did the right thing that we really don't hear about as much. Okay, that's a great question because there's plenty of them. Mm-hmm. And, and the whole idea is we've seen the movie or, or 30-30 on broke right. mm-hmm. and guys lose their money quickly. But what happens is if you do the right thing, you, you add your name to a franchise. You add your name to a car dealership. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you're popular to begin with. So those are real businesses. People end up you know, chasing what I call windmills and chasing rainbows. But you hear all the time of well-established, and and right now Denver Broncos, you know, I was just watching Elway talk about his car dealership business. Mm -hmm. Look, everyone wants to buckle up and and, and handshake with the ex-athlete, and you know what? You're going to buy a car anyway. This is real. (laughs) Right. So why not buy a car from someone you want to shake hands with, someone Mm -hmm. you want to tell a couple stories to? And so the whole idea is being real, and you hear about guys, you know, just jumping into crazy sounding investments. But, you know, whether it's Burger King franchises, McDonald franchises, these aren't really hard. And you don't have to be in there flipping fries. Right. You know, it's a right. matter of return on your money, return on your equity. And maybe there's a certain portion of your money that you can give to a money manager. But the whole thing I have to say is, like in sports, you have to hold your money manager accountable mm-hmm. like you have to be accountable right. to your teammates mm-hmm. just, just to have some fun with it and not for any specifics what was one of the worst investments you've heard oh god i mean they, they <laughs> talked about it even on on the 3030 expose where someone was talking about catch up and investing in tomatoes 
And they were talking to this what? guy, well, look, everybody likes ketchup on their burger, right? <laughs> well, well, the thing is, you're not going to knock Heinz out of their perch. You know, you're not right. going to really start your own brand to catch up and be able to market it properly. So I, I think that the, the, the more kind of abstract it sounds, the more wacky it sounds. Again, I'm talking about being grounded. And, and so my model, what I've talked about in my book, which makes some common sense, is it's about cash flow. Mm-hmm. It's about profit margins. It's not about eyeballs on the internet. It's not about you know some, some sort of crazy metrics and new math. It's about selling something at a profit, earning a margin, and then having the earnings acceleration. So I'm not going to get into any math right here. The whole point <laughs> is that in the bell curve, it is really, really hard to get to that right tip. And I'll, I'll tell you one other thing that's interesting. Even with good intentions... It's really hard to execute. It's really hard mm. to run a business. So these names that you hear about, whether it's the Staples, the Burger Kings, most companies fail. Nine out of ten businesses fail within the first mm. couple of years. And you just don't need to be involved in the startup. Um, for example, even Home Depot was in five states before they went public. Mm. You could actually have a real established business. You don't. The point is, don't be the first investor in Mm-hmm. Because most of those ventures fail, and there might be the, the illusion of a, a rainbow of a home run, singles, doubles, singles, doubles, and, you know, in this sport here, three yards in a cloud of dust, you do that a few times, first down, you move the ball, you're scoring your touchdowns. That's awesome. Here with Jordan Kimmel, give us a call, one 346 9144 I feel smarter already. Jordan's very well practiced <laughs> in sports analogies. Hey, I mean, man, you voice America. Yeah, man. I mean, voice- well, you, you know what? Let me tell you something, man. To me, a lot of world is analogies. You have to get the right analogies. You got to get it right. But the mm. thing is, people talk in terms of percentages and jargon, and they try to talk over people's heads. Mm. And as soon as you hear that happening, man, that's your signal right then to end that meeting. Right. Because <laughs> the thing is, what you got to do is really keep it simple. Right. And, and I'll even just, you know, Myself a little piece here. There's a group called the American Association of Individual Investors, mm-hmm. and they've taken my model called Magnet Simple, and they've run that model for 14, 15 years. This is the nation's largest individual investment firm, and the Magnet Simple model has basically outperformed almost all other models wow. they follow by keeping it simple mm. and not actually, again, gripping and ripping and swinging for the fence on every single play, every single down. Oh, man, you had a down pack, man. We need to, we need to hang out with this guy, well, I got to listen to his Voice America I, show I do. more often. I do. I have to listen to him more often. I feel like I'm smart now. I feel like I can go out and do a math problem Well, now. let me give you a little ad here for Voice America <laughs> if I can, because they're helping to sponsor this thing here. But I see the president of Voice America here walking by here. They have not only the sports channel, but come mm-hmm. visit me on the business channel. They have the health channel. If you're spiritual, we heard some really, really great gospel singing here mm-hmm. at the event here. They have the spiritual channel. So Voice America is doing it a lot. And, you know, my heart, my love has always been sports. I got mm-hmm. two boys. I try to get them here. They always want to hang out with all the ex-athletes. But, uh, damn, I'm nice to be on your show. Oh, and you're awesome. rocking it here. And I'll tell you what, it's in New York City. It's a great, but we'll be in the home. Of Voice America <laughs> next year in Arizona for okay, the Super Bowl. That's we right. Can't, we can't wait for that. So tell me, New York City, Super Bowl in your town. 
around your corner. What does that mean to you? Oh, man, this has been guy? just uh, an amazing thing because it's always been warm weather. Mm -hmm. And even last week, I heard the nervous people talking about, hey, man, uh, what if we have to reschedule it for Monday? Uh -huh. And I said, guys, you need to relax. <laughs> There's going to be a game on Sunday. But again, being in my hometown, and let me just share something with you because the guys in New Jersey are feeling horrible. Because oh, we're yeah. talking about this is here in New York. That, the game is in New Jersey. And so I actually live in New Jersey now. So let's give New Jersey a shout out too. Shout out to Jersey. Because shout out to Jersey. You're in my hometown. I literally grew up one mile from here. I used to ride my, my bike all around town. Wow. Uh, and, and to see all the athletes and the action going on in Times Square and the action right here at, at the players' event. Man, this is just living it and you know, doing it in my hometown. You know, nothing like New York City. You know, if you weren't, if the Super Bowl wasn't, in, if you didn't know, if you just left Broadway, it's just a regular weekend in New York City. Oh, yeah. And, and that's what's wonderful about it. It is a perfect aspect, everything on Broadway. Kind of remind me of the Men in Black when the monster went through the subway and everybody just looked at it and <laughs> kept doing what they were doing. New Yorkers are just ready, man. It's just, they're just used to anything. So, listen, we have a couple of minutes left. We've been asking the players their favorite locker room store. So, now, Ooh. as a business guy, Favorite, favorite boardroom story in your career? Okay, well, let me give you a really interesting thing. Because <laughs> I go on CNBC and I go on Fox a lot. Uh -huh. And so one time when I was a little bit, you know, early in my career, uh, they have this bull and bear segment. And so they said, give us two of your best picks. So I gave them two picks. Man, I was impassioned. And we're sitting there with Steve Forbes sitting there. And, you know, I was trying to, you know, do my best. And then one guy started to really rank on me <laughs> and say, God, this is a horrible idea. And how could you be doing this? This is ridiculous. I mean, come on, man. Is this the best game you could bring? And, and so the lights go out. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> And the guy turns to me and says, hey, man, that was actually a great idea. I'm going to invest in that. But, dude, this is show business. This isn't real education. This is wow. show business. Wow. So I want Inside information. I first yeah. so, <laughs> so I want to point out, man, what you see on the financial shows is more like show business. Right. It's really sound bites. It's not really there to educate you. And what I talked about earlier in the show is about accountability. Right. And people say, well, my broker did this to me and this bank did this to me. Well, you you need to actually take that personal responsibility. I'm going to ask people, read Magnet Investing, read the Magnet Method of Investing there to empower you. And if you need a professional, you go to magnetinvesting.com. You come to KCD Financial. I manage money. But I will just tell you, you guys are rocking the house here. It's a pleasure to be with you. And I thank you for the time. I thank Voice America for rocking their house here. And uh, come back to New York with the Super Bowl as soon as we can. Hey, definitely, definitely. Voice America family in the house. Jordan, thank you so much. We appreciate you having us. Stay tuned. We'll be back live from Miss Harlem, New York City. Stay tuned. to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get in the game. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to the 14th annual Player Networking Event, live from Super Bowl 48 in New York on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back live from Mist Harlem, New York City. Troop annual, 14th annual networking event. Give us a call at 1-888-346-9144. Make sure you follow our Twitter hashtag, PNE14, hashtag PNE14. Hour and a half in, Greg. Nice. How you feeling, brother? I'm doing great. We, I feel like I could do this for six hours. Oh, man, we got great locker room stories, a little financial advice. I feel smarter already, man. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, can you do math problems? You know yet? what? We should have had Jordan go get us some Sylvia's. That's, that's where we slipped. He's the man. We should have him get us some Sylvia's. <laughs> we should have him get us some Sylvia's. They're right around the corner. We could ask him. We could ask him. I'm, I'm definitely going to do that before we leave, man. We're going to do that. Well, give us a call. 1-888-346-9144. We're here with you all day long till 6 p.m. in Harlem, getting it in big time. But right now, we have a new guest on the show, big man, Will Shields. Will Shields, Inc., looking good, How shades doing, on. How you feeling, Will? I'm doing great. Can't complain whatsoever. Having a great time. How's New York City treating you? Well, always. Always, I mean, right? not treat you well? <laughs> and you say New York City. Exactly. <laughs> you know, there's nothing, you, nothing better. There's so much to do, so many things to see, but then having a the Super Bowl here is even better. Right. Now, Will, we had a chance to hang out the last couple of P&E events that you've attended. How have you, how have you seen the growth here, and how has it helped your business grow with the people you've met at P&E? Well, the thing about it is it's the network piece that really works out really well. I can actually go back and research and find all the different businesses that guys are doing across the country, but also I can emulate pieces of it or I can actually talk to them and partner with them. Right. And that's sort of where we're trying to get to is where each group is starting to build within that whole consortium. So right, right. now, sitting here with 60 Inside Sports, I'm over there with Title Boxing and they're out of Kansas City and I'm going, <laughs> hey, how do I get part of what you're doing in my gym? Yeah, you know, exactly. that kind of stuff. Exactly. And then you got Retrofit here this year right. and I'm going, okay, if that doesn't work, let's retrofit the gym <laughs> and see if that'll work. So now That's thinking. So that's it's thinking really right cool. There. It gives you a lot, of, a lot of different options that you can work with. Well, that's good. What was the energy like this year in Kansas City? You know, 
Andy Reid was there, turning the team around. You guys made a great run into the playoffs. How was the energy, and how does that affect business in the city? Does that have any effect on business? Yes, how it has, team a, is doing? has a big effect on business, especially this year we had both the Chiefs and the Royals playing really well. Mm-hmm. So basically business was well. Everybody's out, happy, looking for things. And basically, if you have that Monday night drop, if everybody doesn't play well, <laughs> you have that drop in business. And you can actually see it in people's attitudes, especially being in the fitness business. They, they tear up my weights more when we lose compared to when we win. Oh, man. So, so how's growth been? When you, were in a, when you were a player, of course, you had a great career in Kansas City. Did you know you wanted to go into a gym business and building that kind of business? No. That no. was definitely not the business. I'm more of a coach kind of guy that can basically, you know, coach different kids and do different things. That's sort of where my niche market is. It's basically helping kids and doing different things. My foundation is really the strong suit to what I, what I did as far as a business is a basically being able to have 20 plus years of helping children throughout right. the Kansas City area. That right. was more of my strength suit. That's what I really enjoyed doing. Yeah, that's great. I mean, Kansas City is a great city. I only had a chance to play there once. Crazy story. So my rookie year, we're going out to play Kansas City. And I'm on the phone, I'm getting around. Like, yeah, I'm gonna knock Andre Rising off. And Andre was there at the time. And I can't wait to get my hands on him. We're out there stretching, and the uh, the Star Bangles Six Bangle Banner came on, and the Jets came over. Yeah, and they said, oh, oh yeah, of the Chiefs. And I kind of ducked, like, what? The, what, what? Oh <laughs> yeah, like, are you serious? The Jets came over, kind of, you know, mentally, it kind of took me out the game a little bit. I'll be honest yeah, with we, you, as, as a rookie man, that they, was awesome. They try to set that tone, and that's what's really <laughs> for guys that's never been there before and heard that crowd rumble. It sets the tone for what you're going to do from that point forward. And if anybody has never been on a field or been close to having a jet, and let alone three of them come over a stadium, it's very intimidating. Yeah. Very intimidating feeling. Yeah, that's why we do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that works. We put that in That works, man. Yeah. Yeah, but that's – and actually, most of the time, if you look at the days we have the jets go over, particular players play better. Really? So – we tell them to do it more often. More often. Yeah. <laughs> so we get those guys playing at optimal level each time that we, we get out on the field. Yeah, you know, as players, we are so regimented and ritualistic. So once we do it once and we have a good game, we're going to continue to do it over and over again. I'm not tying my shoes. I had two picks last week. I'm going to play <laughs> with my shoe straight done. Jets, though. Oh, I'm, yeah. not gonna, I'm not going to change my shirt for weeks because <laughs> it was the lucky shirt I, I did well in, stuff like that. Yeah, it's crazy all the rituals that go That's along crazy. with football. So what's next for your company? What else? How, what type well, of right now we're looking right at expanding. Expanding and doing some different things. We're going to basically corner our little market there in Kansas right. City, put another complex in, in the four regions because we split the city right there in the right. middle. So we'll put four different complexes across there, uh, work on our fitness and training piece, mm-hmm. which you know is different because our club has a chiropractor piece inside wow. as well as a golf. I mean, basically, we have a lacrosse piece right now wow. that we're doing. So it's basically uh, across the board, everything under the sun that you want can get at one shop. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. We got to go down to KC and work out, man. I got, go, man. Little, I got a little spare tire coming on. My metabolism is not what it used to be. Oh, that's <laughs> not good. That's part, of the that's part of the transition, man. I, oh, yeah. I showed my little man some pictures the other day. He said, Dad, that's not you. I said, why do you say that? He's skinny, Daddy. You're fat. I'm like, oh, man. Let's Are not you serious? Go I've, got, I've got a five-year-old at home, uh-huh. and this hair has been gone for about six years. Yeah. So he saw some pictures of me from high school and college. He's like, is that, is that our uncle? Is that, is that your brother? I'm like, no, that's me. I actually had hair. I was skinny. No longer. It's gone. It's gone. That's great. So listen, we have a little running joke here so far today. We have to ask this question. Okay. Best locker room store. I want to get your first reaction. What's your best mm. locker room store? Oh, that's, that's a tough one. I, I guess there's so many. That's what makes it tough. I guess the best locker room story would be Halloween, Jared Allen. 
Oh, oh good. Oh, I, I can't wait. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. That's a great right leader already. Okay, so we're getting ready for Halloween, and Jared Allen, uh, Jared Allen has the boss hog car that he pulls up in, right? Not with, with the horns, with the, horn, the horns, with the horns on the wild. front, all white. <laughs> but instead of him getting out as Boss Hog, he gets out as Daisy Duke. No. No. He's got Daisy Duke shorts all the way up to here, <laughs> the tight shirt with the cowboy hat. And we always set it up to where the coach is starting to give his speech and everything else about getting ready for the game and everything else. And Jared sneaks in behind him with his Daisy Duke song. <laughs> Man, it is unbelievable some of the things. And then, oh, I would have loved to be in that locker room for that one, man. To watch him walk through the locker room and then talk stuff to different guys. He didn't have the boots on. He didn't oh, have the, he the boots. Oh, my he had the boots, the Daisy Duke shorts, <laughs> and then the shirt cuffed up in the front. Man, it was the funniest oh, thing Oh, my ever. gosh, man. I know, that, I know that was a great day in the locker room, man. That was hilarious. That was hilarious. But, Will, if you had a list, we had a lot of young guys. We speak to a lot. We've spoken to a lot of young guys this mm-hmm. week. In your years as a player and now as, as a successful transition at that you've made, what mistakes or what advice would you give the younger guys before they leave the game? While they're still on the field, what would you tell those guys? Right well, now? I tell them to start thinking now about what the future holds. Right. That's the hard part because, you know, we're young, we're invincible, there's nothing that can stop us. I'm going to play football forever. Right. Start thinking about that future. Plus, with that, start planning for that future. Right. Because there's going to be at least 15 to 20 mistakes before you find one that actually works for you. Right. Because right. you're a young person. You don't know exactly what you want to do. You've been mm-hmm. playing this sport. Coaches have been telling you what to do from that point wow. forward. Yes. Now, how do you actually tell yourself what to do and actually know if you enjoy it or not? And, that, and that's actually a great <laughs> point. That's the first time that's brought up today. Yep. We're so regimented. We've been being told what to do, where to be. I still wake up at 5 o'clock every morning. I'm 37. I've been out the league since 2005, and my body still wakes me up like I'm getting ready to go to practice at 5 a.m., every morning but making that transition to be responsible oh yeah because we have so much that is given to us because they want us to focus on nothing but football and you that's all they you want anything so you want we'll get it for, for you. you i mean and, that's and they, amazing they do things for you so that's an amazing because we can't handle that sometimes no uh-uh we can't handle it they no. don't, some guys don't can't they don't know oh i have to mail something like what <laughs> oh it, FedEx, it, what is that it is amazing to i just watch. take it upstairs to the office <laughs> And they just mail it for me. What you know? I gotta go to the mail office, like the post office now. Are you serious? And stand in line. <laughs> and I think that's the big transition because you get yeah. so many spoiled things that right. you know you don't know what you know. Mm-hmm. You know that you you know if you have a wife or a girlfriend at that particular point in time, she's taking care of a lot of things for you right. on the other end. Right. And now if you break up, you gotta take her out by yourself. Right. Uh, you know, manage the money. Exactly. That's there and do all the different <laughs> things. You know, those are things that are very difficult because we never you never had it as a family. Right. And most of the time we're breaking a mold mm-hmm. of from not having a lot. To having a lot. To having a lot. Right. And so, and it's not just jumping from having $50 to $100. <laughs> you know, it's jumping for $100 to 1000 2000 3000 and going, hmm, how do I make this last as long as I did before? Because before, hey, I knew that next check was coming. Mm-hmm. Right. Then, you know, you, you take, take a step back. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. You now, think about, you think about college. And high, no, high school football wasn't as huge as it is now. I mean, these guys are on ESPN now, high yeah. school football. But even simple things as far as, I never had to stand in line for books in college. I never had to go and stand in line and register for class. They pretty much just did all that. We would mm-hmm. come in the locker room. Our books would be there. Here are your class schedules. So 
with usual college students go through, we never had to experience that. And I think we take that for granted that mm-hmm. that helps ma- mature. You become more yeah. responsible by taking care of things like, like that. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. I mean, yeah. you were the man. I mean, you were the right. man in high school football. You were the man on the college campus. You're the man playing in the NFL. And now all of a sudden, you might, you know, depending on what you're transitioning into, you may or may not be the man. Oh, yeah. It's, it's an interesting, got to be an interesting transition. And, like I said. And, and as you're the player, you're going, well, they've always done this for me. Why aren't they doing it now? Because <laughs> you're the guy that used to be and not the guy that is. Right. And so that's another ego piece. Exactly. That you have to bring yourself exactly. back down you know. of going, yeah, I actually have to go and take care of these different things. Yeah, I mean, I think if you made it now, you get a Beats by Drake commercial saying you're the man. Everybody doesn't get that commercial. Most of us <laughs> don't. <laughs> so we got to work our way up to our Beats by Drake commercial. Man. Exactly. That's crazy. Well, we're in New York City now. As a player, did you ever think, you know, we're used to San Diego Super Bowls, mm-hmm. you know, Tampa Bay, warm weather Super Bowl. Did you ever think they would bring a Super Bowl here to New York City? No. Uh, <laughs> no. I was thinking it'd all be a dome or warm or those kind of things. I know in, in the past they've tried it before and had guys practicing in San Diego flying in to play the game when it was cold. So, you know, to actually plan it and pull it off is amazing within itself. They're doing a great job. I mean, the city yeah. has been electric the entire week. The toboggan run I haven't had a chance to do yet. I really want to do the toboggan run, man, on Broadway. Let's go on our way out. After our Sylvius. <laughs> yes. We're going to get our Sylvius first. We're going to get our toboggan run. We're going to get our toboggan run. I mean, but I think we're going to see it again. I think we're going to see some more cold-weather cities possibly putting that bid in now to get some Super Bowls in. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. I, you know Philadelphia's going to put in. You know, oh, you know New England's going to put in. If this is a, a success, and it looks like it has been, there's really not that much reason not to go with cold weather cities again. Right. And I think the one thing that players aren't worried about, the funny thing is these guys are in the Super Bowl. They don't care if it was a, a foot of snow, if it was 100 degrees outside. They're in the big game. They're not worried about the weather. These guys just want to play football. And it's gonna be, I think it's going to be a great game. Well, and if you're an older player, you're going... Well, why not? We had to do it. Why can't you? (laughs) (laughs) You're so tough now. You're so fast. Why can't you young guys do it? (laughs) I mean, but you look at this shit, you know, my Detroit Lions played the Eagles in what was a phenomenal game in the snowman. That was a fun game to watch. It took you back to being a kid and playing outside on Thanksgiving and throwing the ball around the snowman. That was a phenomenal game. So as long as the energy is there, you have two teams that are having a good time. I think that's going to resonate. But it looks like it's going to be 50 degrees tomorrow in New Jersey. So it's going to be a good game. Good weather. I'm going to be a little disappointed. (laughs) Yeah, I I am a little bit as well, too. I was looking forward to a cold-weather, nasty, grinded-out, muddy Super Bowl party. I was looking forward to that. Yeah, like they haven't already. True, true. (laughs) Shout out New York City. (laughs) You said it, not me. (laughs) You mean the fans already gave their tickets away because they said it was going to be too cold, (laughs) not getting in? (laughs) Definitely. But, Will, let's make sure everyone knows where they can find you, your address, your website. Yeah, it is uh, 68 Inside Sports. You can find me there or just willshills.com. That's awesome. Will, well, thanks so much, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'll see you next year. We'll be in Phoenix, warm weather. Bring the golf clubs out there. Hit the links a little bit. I may be under 100 by then. You won't. Oh, I won't. Oh, I, mean, I, I probably won't. Tough to do. <laughs> well, no, I'm going to start dressing bummy, and maybe that'll help set my game up. Where are you wearing costume? I'm going to start practicing. Yeah, that Yeah, works. exactly. Hey, Will, thanks so much for no joining problem. today, thanks man. Thanks for having thanks me. I appreciate again. it. Will Shields, everybody. Thank Stay you, tuned. Thanks, we'll be back live from Miss Harlem, New York City. <laughs> but I know the change don't come. Oh, yes, it will. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds. 
Bart. They need to bitch his ass and then move well, on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Lockdown coverage. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. You're tuned in to the 14th annual Player Networking Event, live from Super Bowl 48 in New York on VoiceAmericaSports.com. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. Coming to you live from Miss Harlem, New York City. Me and my co-host Greg Nice in the building. We have some great guests on this today. That's been awesome, right? Yeah. And every time you, re- you get me as a Greg Nice, like, <laughs> it takes me right back to my college days. Because I had one catcher, in because ba- I was a baseball guy. Right. He would just rap, Greg, N-I-C-E. And every time I came onto the field, I was like, dude. Like, it's been four years running, man. That's an awesome nickname, man. I mean, that's awesome. Greg, N-I-C-E. I don't think my parents were fans of 80s <laughs> hip-hop, but maybe they were. I don't maybe know. they were, man. You never know. You know, we, as you said, we had a lot of great guests on today. Great rookie story. Let me tell you guys my rookie story. One of my favorite rookie stories. Not a hazing story, but I had one of those, too. <laughs> I was going to say. So I'm a rookie, and I'm in Chicago playing the Bears for the first time, and I'm going down to the lobby. Nobody wants to hang out with me. You know, I was a rookie guy. And I see Mark Carrier and Barry Sanders hanging out in the lobby. So I'm walking through, and Barry and uh, Mark go, what are you doing for dinner, Rook? I said, I'm just going to order some room service, you know, and catch a movie. Barry says, no, you're taking us to dinner tonight. Come on. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, cool. No problem. You're Mark Carrier, Barry Sanders. I don't mind hanging out. So we're in the limo, just talking, you know, with the older guys. And now, you know, I, now that I'm older, I step back, and I say, no, I was actually in the limo with Mark Carrier and Barry said, like, really just talking about life, not football, and making transitions and what they were doing outside the field. And Mark just mentioned nonchalantly, hey, you know, my buddy's Mike going to join us. You're going to buy him dinner, too. All right. All right, cool. No problem. We go to Dick's Steakhouse, got a cigar, ordered a couple drinks, signed an autograph. Well, I'm not signing autographs. Mark Carrier and Barry Sanders signed. I'm kind of like holding the Sharpie markers <laughs> for him. And Michael Jordan comes in. All right. Getting comes in, standing ovation. Standing ovation. Hey, Mark, is this the rookie that's buying us dinner? Oh, no. I got to buy dinner for Michael Jordan, Barry Sanders, and Mark Carrier. $697. I have the receipt framed in my trophy room. I, see, you say 697 I think you got off cheap. I think I did in those days. Well, I, think, I, I think Mike Dick and Steakhouse took it easy on me. I think so. I think they took it easy on Th- me, That's man. very nice of them. Because, I mean, I would think you take Jordan out to dinner, that's $700 by itself. You would think, well, you know, Mike doesn't pay for anything in Chicago. That may not. be what it is. Of course, the rookie paid. The rookie's not. But yeah. I got a cigar. I got to hang out with Jordan, Mark Carey, and Barry Sanders, man. That, that was a now, great. Now, what's it like to hang out with Jordan? You feel like you're the man when you're with Mike. Yeah. You, you know, you may think you're the man, but when you hang out with somebody like that, you realize you are nothing compared I was to him. Say, I mean, so. it really just kind of like, this is really what it's like. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm football player NFL then you're with Jordan it's like you know you're about this big <laughs> yeah was good. Big. so I, I couldn't tell if you were going to say it was a great experience because you learned so much or if you felt like you were about six inches tall you know but he was very personable you know right. he was cool cracked a lot of jokes oh rookie you don't have any interceptions you know very competitive I mean but you can see the competitive in, in everything he did in everything that he does you can tell this person I just all around competitive 100% all day yeah, long. Yeah, he's notorious for that. I mean, to his detriment. If there are any detriments right. that you hear about Jordan, it's because he is so competitive that, you know, you talk about LeBron. Right. You know, we hear about LeBron, great athlete, probably one of the best basketball players of all time, but does he have that killer instinct? Right. Well, Jordan, nobody ever questioned that. Ever. Because he would step on you and then turn around and step on you again to make sure you stay down. <laughs> so, it's just I can't picture what dinner with him would be like. Is he, you know, subtly trying to compete with you at dinner? Subtly. You know, funny, he would, uh, now you figure in our locker room, Mark Carrier and, and Barry Sanders were the man. And he would Jones Mark. He would tease Mark about only having one Super Bowl ring. He would get on Barry about having none. 
He'd be like, yeah, guys, you need some more jewelry. You guys don't have enough jewelry to hang out with me. I mean, it was just dry, funny humor, but, I mean, awesome. Great guy, man. It was a great experience. That's interesting. I mean, who can keep up with him on rings, Bill Russell? I mean, there's really not too many people that can say I've got that as many. Robert Horry, maybe. You know? Yeah. Robert Horry, Bill yeah. Russell, maybe. In our era, but, you know, the way that he did it, though. I mean, you figure he doesn't leave basketball. Mm-hmm. It may be seven, eight straight. Yeah. If he, doesn't, if he doesn't take a year off, he doesn't go back to baseball. And, and who else can do that, really? Uh, Michael Jordan. Can. Michael Jordan, you know. You can go play golf. I mean, that's what you're doing. I can attempt to play of golf. Course. Yeah, <laughs> I can attempt to play golf, you know. When I, like you say, you know, when I'm putting and hitting, I'm doing really well. <laughs> I'm doing really well. Live for Miss Harlem. Give us a call. 1-888-346-9144. Hashtag PNE14. So, Lamar, let's touch on a little bit more. I mean, we've touched on a little bit of your rock locker room scenarios. We've touched on... A little bit of your transition into the broadcasting career. Tell me a little bit more. I mean, obviously, you made, stepped out of the league a few years ago. Right. Obviously, you're sitting with some headsets on with me right now. Tell me a little bit more about that, your personal transition. You know, the personal transition, I'll be completely honest. I thought I was ready. I thought I wanted to go back and be a teacher. You know, I didn't know as a free agent. I knew my career did not know how long it was going to last. But I said, you know what? I'll be fine. I love teaching. I want to coach. And it seemed as though when the phone call came, and this is an example of the phone call. If anyone's ever been cut, I'm going to give you an example right now how the phone call goes. So the cut deadline is 4 p.m. on right. that Sunday. All right. So you're sitting there. You're watching the phone like, should I answer? Every time the phone rings, your heart drops. Oh. Like, okay, all right. Look, they just drafted two corners. And my next, you're calling your agent. Did they call you yet? Has any teams called me? My phone rang at 3.58 no. p.m. All right. 3.58, two minutes before. Almost didn't answer, but I did. Hey, Lamar, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is this your agent or is this the team? No, it's the team. Team. Listen, you've been great. We tried to trade you. You know, we tried to to renegotiate your contract. Things didn't work out. We're going to have to let you go. So you Uh walk over there proud, but this is what gets you. This is what kills you. Your locker's already empty when you get there. Really? Locker's empty. Name is gone. Locker's completely empty. You're already boxed up. So you... It was already a decision that was made probably a little earlier than they caused you. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you got to think, if they decided not to cut me, where they just throw my stuff back in the locker, I got over there, the locker was, you know, I shook hands with his trainers, and it's over. You sit down, they give you the speech, you know, we wanted to keep you, you know, things didn't work out. And then they're like, you know, the person that goes through your mind is, that's fine, I'll get picked back up. That's the first thing that goes through your mind. Sure. I had a great camp. I had a, a couple of interceptions. I had a great summer camp. I'm going get to get, get picked backed up. I'm sorry. Then the first week goes by, it doesn't happen. Mm. The second week goes by, it doesn't happen. The third week, the first thing you turn to in the paper is the injury report. It's okay. who's hurt. Who's hurt? Corners hurt, and they may give me a call. Hey, right. call your agent. Hey, two safeties got hurt. In Kansas City, give them a call. Give them a call. Let them right, know. And obviously, I'm, you're I'm, not I'm rooting for anybody to get hurt. You're not right? rooting for anybody to get hurt, but that's the harsh reality. Like that's the only way that you can get back in at times is with an in- injury. Right. And so after that year goes by, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go teach. I'm gonna go back to school. I'm gonna go teach and help these kids out. And then you realize that's not your passion. That may be what you want to do, but then you realize you're not as passionate about it yep. as you are about the game. So you really, it's not just finding something to do. G, it's about finding what you're passionate about. And I think that's something that, I mean, it's almost like you came out of college a few years then, later than somebody who's not playing sports. Exactly. Because, that's a great analogy. You know, that's I'm, a great analogy. I'm in one field right now, and obviously mm. I'm playing with microphones right now and talking to you, and my day job is something else sometimes. And I talk to so many friends and colleagues like, yeah, this job that I took right out of college, yeah, 
I thought it would be good, but it's not my passion of trying to figure it out. So it's right. just interesting to hear you say, like, you're trying on your professions as you're coming mm-hmm. out of your job, just like everybody else is doing exactly. the same way out of college. And the one thing about that is, you know, as a football player, if you play, you know, 10 years, we had a couple of guys here that played double-digit years. Okay, you get your marketing degree, you get whatever degree you have, even when you leave, you're 10 years behind. Right. So you have a 99, for me, it would have been a 1998 marketing degree. Right. And I played 10 years, the game has changed, technology has changed, everything has changed. Yep. I have no references. I have no experience. I've never written a resume. So what can I offer you with a 10-year degree if I'm not a large-name guy? And that really makes the transition hard for a lot of guys. That's why it's so important that our guys take advantage of it while they're still playing. Yeah, I mean, I, I can only imagine what that's got to be like. And, I mean, even when you're in the league, you're talking about trying to leverage that degree. You can only do that to a certain extent. Mm. I mean, some degrees allow you to do it while right. you're playing. Some degrees don't. I mean, if you had a technology g- degree, right. you're toast 10 years later. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you can get involved to a certain extent, but I don't know. I think we're going to have to talk about this more after the break. Yeah, really definitely. I'm going to date myself. I think email just started on college campuses when I was getting ready to leave. I, I heard Al Gore yeah. just invented the internet or something. <laughs> something like that. But yeah, we have a long day. We'll be here till 6 o'clock, and I'm sure the stories we're here. And I'm sure we, we have some more guys that come down and sit down. We'll hear a lot more of those stories as well because Absolutely. it's really a common theme. A lot of times, and to have that jump start to have events like this at Players Networking is something I think is very important. I think we're going to get a lot of guys with some success stories as well. I think we've heard some great stories, we've heard some success stories, and we've got some great. That's great. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. to the pros we, we cover, everything. cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports have you had a chance to check out voice america's online magazine and blog press pass if you love our hosts and shows check out articles that give an even deeper perspective plus topics about health and fitness movie reviews philosophy business tips and tactics spirituality positive thought current events and even more about your favorite host it's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. 